I just want to do God's will. What you're seeking is a blessing from God. You must expect a miracle. You have the power of choice. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Life Today Live. Great to have you today. And I have good news. Uh, The gospel is still growing around the world. And I know here in the West, we tend to focus on the news that affects us and don't always see outside of our own countries here. Um, And so today we're going to expand our our vision, uh, our knowledge of what's going on. I have Dr. Hormoz Shariat, who is the president of Iran Alive Ministries and this is interesting, uh, you know. I know, and we we tend to demonize Muslim countries, unfortunately, here in the West. Uh, but God doesn't. In fact, He loves them, and He is reaching into those countries, even as we speak. So, I appreciate you being here. If you haven't subscribed, followed, liked, I ask that you do that and uh, and listen and learn. Dr. Sherryot, great to have you back on Life Today Live. Oh, thank you so much, Randy, to allow me to share what great things God is doing. Oh, and I love to hear it. Uh, well, give us a little update because it's been a while since we talked to you, um, and I, I don't—I have no idea what's going on in most of the Middle East. Uh, what, what's, what's sort of the state of the, the countries over there? Well, God is at work, but when we get to Iran, that's a revival going on. That's really. A, amazing move of God in Iran. As uh, you may know, Iran has the fastest growing evangelical population in the world. Not many people know. And that uh, most of Iranian Muslims have rejected Islam and are very open to the message of the gospel. I made a statement and now it's proven. I used to say Iran is no longer an Islamic nation. And people say, what are you talking about? <laughs> right? You know, just Google it. It's 98% Muslim. I said, no, I know. I, you know, we have a 24-7 satellite broadcast into Iran. We go over the heads of the mullahs into people's homes, share the gospel. I'm in touch with the people of Iran daily. So I know, I knew that they have rejected Islam after 40 years of Islamic rule. So now there is a proof. Uh, survey done by university professors just a couple of years ago they asked 50,000 Iranians what they believe and less than one-third of them said we believe in Islam can you believe it one-third so Islam has experienced its greatest defeat in Iran today and Iranians after 40 years of being ruled by Islamic clergy they know their problem is Islam the solution is not Islam the problem is Islam they want the government out and they want they don't want to have to do anything with Islam, most of them. So this is a revival, spiritual revival. There is a history in the making in Iran. And as you hear in the news, thousands and tens of thousands of Iranians have been on the streets the, protesting the Islamic government the last few weeks. And many of them have, have died. So there's much happening. Uh, you look at earthly news, it's really bad. The young people are being killed. Children are being killed mm. because they're on the streets. But looking at it from the spiritual point of view, it's open heaven in Iran. Now, is it is it safe in Iran to uh, admit, both from a political standpoint and a religious standpoint, is it even safe to admit that you're a Christian? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, Christians have been uh, persecuted for many years. 
and they've been in jail. Some of them have been killed. And one thing the government of Iran knows that Christianity has power to change nations. Sometimes I think they believe in it more than we do. Uh, they are very scared, fearful of the growth of Christianity. And because they know that it will change the people's heart, it will change people from inside out, and they cannot have a control over a Christian heart. Uh, they cannot deceive them. They can. They have lost their heart. So uh, they are very afraid of Christian growth. Uh, you know, we have been on the air for 20 years, and we have the names of over 100,000 people who have contacted us, and we have prayed with them to receive Christ. Probably 10 times that many uh, have done so, and we don't know. Now, tell, let me share this story. Yeah. A high court judge um, came to Christ, and I asked him, uh, you are in the government, you're high in the government of Iran. What do they think about Iran alive and our broadcast? He said, they don't know what to do with you because you're very loving and respectful. You pray for them on, the, on your air. Mm -hmm. So, but they're afraid of you. I said, what? This big government are afraid of our ministry? Why? There are other broadcasts also. And this is what the judge said. He said, because they know other channels have programs but you have plans to change Iran. And he's right. We, we are not just broadcasting. We are planting underground church. We are mobilizing Christians to be salt and light in Iran. Okay, I want to show people the website. This is IranAlive.org, the website. If you want to check it out, go do that as soon as this interview is over. And you'll see, you know, a lot that's going on over there. I do have a question, and I don't want to... Uh, obviously, I, I don't want to put you guys at risk in any way, but I'm curious how you get around them shutting you down. Well, one thing is, of course, the Internet, they can shut down, but they cannot shut down satellite broadcast. Okay. Satellite broadcast, the signal comes from sky with a $10, $20 uh, dish. You can receive it in the privacy of your home. So we go into people's homes and the uh, signal the government cannot stop it. It's not a local cable or local broadcast. Yeah, yeah. It's a satellite signal. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm guessing that it's legal there to own a satellite dish because you're getting other programming on it? Is that the way? It's illegal on the paper, and they try to reinforce it, but they give up. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's illegal so to have a satellite dish, but oh. everyone has it. Wow. Poor people, rich people, even the government officials and their and their families have satellite dish. Why? Because it's the only connection they have to the outside world. Mm. They watch sports channel, movie mm. channel, music channels, any okay. news channels. So everyone has it because that's like a survival. Yeah, you know, being connected to the world through satellite. Okay, I I I, I get it. That's that's really cool. Actually, that's that's very exciting. Now, when you get to people um, identifying as Christian as opposed to Muslim, how, how do you how do you know that that's not just a political statement against the government and that it's actually a changed life? They have many options to be against the government and most people are against the government. Actually, their first choice of Iranians, are no religion because they have been hurt by religion. Mm, okay. They have been hurt by mullahs. 
So they not automatically come to Christ and uh, are interested in Christianity. They have this uh, um, idea that, well, Christianity is the same as Islam and maybe even worse because it's old. And so we, it's our job to, to share with them about the, the truth of Christianity. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, number two is when they come to Christ, they have to pay a price. They could be Muslim on the surface and be against the government like many people are. But professing to be a Christian is a life-threatening decision. So when they come to Christ, they truly have encountered yeah. Christ and the Holy Spirit. They have been transformed from inside. It's not just uh, easy believism. Oh, I, I love Christ and here is my cross. Mm. They know they have to pay a price and maybe sometimes buy their lives. Mm. So those who, uh, who come to Christ, they're very serious. They know what they're doing. And you know what, Randy? When you come from darkness to light, you appreciate the light a lot yeah. more. Yeah. These Muslims who come from Islam to Christ, they fall in love with Christ. They're ready to live and even die for Christ. They know what they got. They appreciate their salvation. They appreciate the joy, the peace, the love that they receive from the Holy Spirit in them daily. They know what they have done and they want everyone to have the same thing. So they're brave. Yeah. Even though their lives are in danger, Iranian Christians are brave. They are on the streets, they're sharing, and they're not afraid. Wow. Uh, you know, that's, that's just amazing and, and encouraging to hear. Uh, I know one of the issues that has um, driven some of the uh, opposition to to Islam and Islamic governments uh, is is the treatment of women. Uh, and you and I both know, uh, because we understand Scripture, uh, that Jesus very much elevated women. How how is the gospel transforming marriages and families? inside Iran? Well, there is a political uprising even today. Um, and the people of Iran, our streets are being killed. But something historical is happening. Iran will be the first Islamic nation that turns to Christ. But another historical thing is that it this revolution happening is led by women. Oh, wow. Women started this. A few years ago, five years ago, everyone was so afraid of the government. And here the women started coming on streets, taking off their covering, making a political statement. Taking off the covering means I'm not under the government. Mm. I'm not under Islam anymore. I proclaim freedom. And the government knew what that means. So they arrested many women, put them in jail. They continue to uh, do this, take the hijab, the, the covering in public. And they increase the punishment to five to 10 years if you do that. And the women continue to do that. Hmm. So, you know, Jesus has special grace for the oppressed, right? He, yeah. sa he says, I came to set the oppressed free. And in Islam, the most oppressed segment of the society are women. They have no right. They, they, are, uh, they are treated like possessions yeah. of men. Yeah. And that's why men can have multiple wives. So it's I'm not uh, amazed that Jesus has extra grace for the women of Iran and they're at the forefront of revolution.
Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not surprised either. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, so he came to set the captives free. And, you know, some of these people in these more oppressive uh, governments under him. Um, yeah, I, I think <laughs> we're just seeing the gospel being lived out. And that's a wow, that's amazing. Is Can you get a Bible in Iran? It's very hard. You know, a part of our ministry uh, as we do broadcasts, of course, people contact us. They have questions. We do counsel. We pray with them to receive Christ. But one request, send me a Bible. Mm. And that's not easy. It's dangerous to carry Bibles. Uh, Bible distributors, uh, when they're arrested, they will be tortured and they will be killed. So it's hard. But we try to deliver Bibles. We work with other ministries, uh, Voice of the Martyrs, open doors to smuggle Bibles in and distribute one by one. You can't just mail them. You can you can you have to go door to door and find a safe place to to give them a Bible. So yeah, we that that's one thing you guys can pray because there is a hunger for the Word of God, and the government does not allow people to reach. Uh, to have a Bible and reach the Word of God. So distributing Bible is a challenge, and I, I invite you to pray and maybe even get involved. Yeah. Bible distribution. We have uh, uh, just recently, we have made an alliance with other ministries like uh, Iranian Bible Society to smuggle and distribute one million Bibles the next four years. So pray for that project. <laughs> so now you didn't you didn't ask for this, so I'll bring it up. But if someone supports Iran Alive Ministries, they will be supporting, in part, Bible smuggling into Iran. Is that is that accurate? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. I, I could totally get behind that. I think. And if it's, if if it's on your heart to get Bibles into the hands of Iranians. Uh, you go to iranalive.org, and he, Dr. Shariat did not ask me to do this, uh, but I just, just I mean, this is what we do. And so, yeah, if you want to support them, that would be a great Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Uh, I, I, absolutely. I appreciate you. I mean, I, hey, hey, we're all part of the same team. And so when they support Amen. you guys, they're supporting our mission as well, even though Amen. indirectly. Uh, so that's a beautiful thing. Um, I, I, I know not everybody watching this time necessarily saw you when it's been a couple of years i think since you've been on i want them to hear a little bit of your story and how you got to where you're at today because it's pretty remarkable so i mean i know <laughs> we, do, we don't have the rest of the day but if, if you just yeah, give us a little bit of an overview well i was born in iran as a muslim i grew up there i was pretty devout in my early years but then i I said, this memorizing these prayers and repeating it doesn't add anything to my life. So I focused on science. I wanted to come to United States, get a PhD and be a scientist. And I was achieving my dream. I came to U.S. I, I was on the streets of Tehran in 79 as a young man, uh, demonstrating and shouting death to America, mm. death to Shah. Mm. Uh, so I was a part of that revolution. Uh, of course, I've changed my mind about America. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't say death to America. I, I sing, uh, God bless America, and I mean that. This is a blessed nation. So I came to U.S. Uh, I was at the University of Southern California getting my Ph.D. in artificial intelligence. And uh, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a good Muslim, but I need to know exactly what I believe in so I can be a good Muslim. I got a Koran, even though I knew a lot about 
Islam, <clears throat> I read Quran very carefully. And when I finished, I, my heart was still thirsty. Where is God? I don't have joy. I don't have peace. I don't feel the presence of God. So as a uh, intellectual, I said, if God has written other books, I'm ready to read that. <laughs> I got a Bible. I read uh, uh, Genesis and then jumped to New Testament, read Matthew, and I encountered Jesus hmm. in Matthew. Especially the Sermon on the Mount really touched my heart. And uh, after a few months of struggle, I prayed and I came to Christ and my life was changed. You know, as an engineer, I was uh, and a scientist. I was making it too complicated. But when I heard this simple message that even a child can understand, mm. hey, God loves you, okay? You cannot reach God, but because he loves you, he came after you. Mm. I mean, that's so beautiful, <laughs> simple. But that simple message changed my life. And I got excited, Randy. I said, this simple message has power mm. to change my lives. I changed mine to heal. It healed my marriage. It can change nations. So I got excited. I started sharing the gospel with other Muslims and <laughs> gradually more came to Christ. I planted churches in Northern California. And then uh, right after September 11, we started this uh, broadcast mm. and uh, it grew to, and grew to become a 24-7 about 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, I love it. I, I, I just love everything. But, and, you know, with a PhD in artificial intelligence, uh, you you think probably on a level that most people don't. And to turn that into how do we reach one of the toughest places on earth with the gospel uh, into your your passion and, and your work and, and your effort, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I, I have kind of an odd question for you because, you know, we just came through some elections. You, you spend time in California. You live in Texas, states that are quite different nowadays. And... I know you know you know this. A lot of Americans are very concerned about the direction of our country uh, and the way we seem to be turning our back on on God and godly principles, and even some who profess to be Christians yet are supporting things that are clearly in opposition to the Scripture. What do you what do you think when you look at America? I'm sad. Hmm. America is the best nation in the world. You know, coming, uh, you know, saying that from an uh, immigrant, I think that means a lot. Yeah. Uh, when, when many Americans who are born here, they don't appreciate the blessing God has given this nation, the freedom, the opportunities. Uh, but those like me coming from another nation, we really appreciate the history of God in this nation, and even now, the freedom. But where it's going, it's uh, heartbreaking, the direction it's going. And uh, it's losing its power, it's losing its influence, both financial, spiritual, cultural impact that U.S. has had around the world. It's uh, diminishing. But I believe God is not done with, the, with America as maybe the churches are growing, as are shrinking. Some are growing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I believe Christianity is getting stronger, smaller, but stronger. And God is going to bring another revival among the young people, maybe a smaller group. Not all of them will follow it, but it's going to be uh, a minority, but strong minority. Yeah. And, and you know, as, as you see in Iran, <laughs> the people who reject God, uh, the God of the Bible, 
uh, and governments who try to oppress that, they, they can't succeed. I mean, it's just never good. You can't shut down the gospel. Uh, Christ established an everlasting kingdom. It will outlast America and Iran and every other nation on earth. So it's a, it's a losing battle on their part, but yet it's one that we find ourselves in. Uh, and, and yeah, I appreciate your, your perspective. Uh, it's humbling as an American to hear someone who came from another country grieve over our own country, you know, um, and yet appreciate what we still do have. So that's, uh, there's a lot of insight in that perspective. So I appreciate that. I, I have one more, one of my favorite questions, cause this, this just fascinates me and I've heard it from, uh, a lot of different people very much. It, it seems to be a phenomenon that is, um, widespread across the Middle East, kind of rare in the West. And I won't get into all the theories on that, but it is this idea of, of Jesus or in their culture, Isa showing himself in dreams. And this is something that in America we think, well, that's old Testament, but it's not, it's like, it's going on right now. Do you hear, do you hear of that from Iran? Well, that's so common and it's so normal and happens so often. It's just uh, our Jesus loving people, you know, mm. and he's God. He, he can show himself uh, to anyone he wants. I haven't seen him. I don't think we, we do uh, experience that a lot in the West, I, probably because we don't need it. But they, they do. Yeah. The bondage uh, of the dark spirit of Islam over them. Even those Muslims who are interested in Christianity, there is a spirit of fear over them. Mm. So many times I've shared the gospel with Muslims and they love Jesus. They love the message of love and forgiveness uh, and they want it, but there is a spirit of fear stopping them. And Jesus graciously appears to them to help them make that decision. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen people who uh, you know, many times I remember just holding hands with a Muslim to pray to receive Christ. And, and I open my eyes and I see their knees trembling with fear as mm. they are receiving Christ. Yeah. So the spirit of Islam is a spirit of fear, mm. controlled by fear. And uh, by the way, First John, when it says perfect love casts out fear, mm. the antidote to fear is love. Mm. That's why I'm advocate, love Muslims. Our love has power to set the captives free. Our, our love has power to bind that spirit of fear, which is spirit of Islam. So to confront the spirit of Islam, one big way is to love Muslims. Okay, now that's very interesting because we got a mosque two doors down from our offices here. Uh, and, and many people watching, they have Muslim neighbors, coworkers, friends even. That's that's interesting because you're not just talking about Iran now. You're talking about here in our in our own country and here in Canada. You're you're saying that the the really the the best the biblical the Jesus remedy uh, is to love Muslims. Christians in this country in the West should love exactly Muslims. exactly. Of course, the Christianity uh, or or the Islam that's presented in the West is not a true Islam. It's a watered-down Islam. It's mixture of Islam and Christianity. Huh. It's a politically correct Islam. If you want true Islam, go to Saudi Arabia, look at Iran, 
the only country led by clergy, they implemented Islam for over 40 years. So uh, don't look at, uh, don't judge Islam uh, by what what's in the West, what's presented in the West. It's a politically correct Islam. And by the way, not all Muslims are violent, not all Muslims are bad. But right. if you want to truly be follower of Quran, uh, then then you need to be violent. I mean, there's one third of uh, Quran is about violence. And by the way, that's one reason when I read about Quran, I said, if I want to be a good Muslim, I have to be violent. It's, it's asking me a good Muslim has to go with war to war with non-Muslims. And I don't like that. Mm. And many, many Muslims don't like that. So uh, there is a true Islam. May I say this? You know, ISIS. ISIS are following Islam to the word. Mm. And one of the challenges of ISIS has been, tell us what are we doing that's against Quran? Challenge us. Mm. We are doing everything. Everything we do is written in Quran. So uh, be be alert. I'm not bashing Islam. I've given my life for Muslims. I love Muslims. Uh, but to to be truthful, that's what true Islam is. Just just read Quran. All right. So every time I, I <laughs> last time I talked to you, I, I get comments later over the next year or so, uh, especially on YouTube. Um, from other Muslims saying he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not telling you the truth. What do you say to those Muslims who happen to drop in and and get, get to this point in the interview? What I'm saying is, like me, be open-minded. Don't be prejudiced for or against Islam. Just study. What's wrong with studying? Study Quran carefully. Study Bible. I want to challenge you to read the Bible. I know many of you are afraid I've seen that many, many Muslims are afraid to even read, uh, to read the Bible. Hmm. I challenge you to have an open mind, open the Bible, open Quran, and you seek the truth. I don't want to um, bash Islam. I don't want to sell you Christianity. No. The path I went, I got a Bible and a Quran, and with an open heart, ask God, God, show me the truth. Just because I was born in an Islamic nation, I don't want to be close-minded. And without really studying and researching, I don't want to advocate Islam or be against Islam. I want to be an open-minded, open heart. So go after God. If you're really searching God, you have to have an open heart. And read the Bible, read the Quran, and you make a decision. <laughs> Dr. Hormoz Shariat, I sure I love the work that you do. I appreciate the time you're sharing with us today. Is there anything I missed, anything you want to add before I let you go? Well, I appreciate uh, you, Randy, and I want to ask uh, people to pray. Right now, as you read in the news, there are people being killed on the streets of Iran. There is there is a revolution in happening. There is a historical moment. We are making history in Iran. I want to invite you. Would you join us to be history makers? Hmm. You know, I say Iran will be a Christian nation, and people ask me, are you crazy? Where did you get that idea? I say, I stole it. You stole it from where? I stole it from Jeremiah 49, <laughs> 38. God says, I will set my throne in Elam, which completely in the land of Iran. So I want to encourage you. Let's join together and make history in Iran. And because when Iran is changed, the whole Middle East is changed. And, uh, go on our website, iranalive.org. I encourage you, don't forget to sign up for our email or newsletter. 
you get the updates. You get many, many great stories daily that will encourage you in your faith. I love it. I love it. And uh, I'm, I love you in, in, as a brother in Christ. And whew, this is great. Thank you again. I, I just, this, 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 this makes my day. <laughs> so Andy, you're, sharing. you're great. Thank you. I Thanks. hope you out there watching will hit share and let other people know what's going on and check out IranAlive.org. Pray for Iran. Pray for the gospel to go forth in all the Middle East. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. In spite of our failures. I love you. I love you.